Good morning. We begin with breaking news this morning and it appears hackers have made good on their threat to expose the data of Medibank customers, releasing a sample of the information believed to be obtained in the cyber attack. A post on social media purportedly from the hackers claims they're sorting through a wealth of personal information and will leak a portion at a time. The list appears to contain Medicare and client numbers. It comes after the insurer refused to give in to a ransom demand, saying doing so would only encourage further extortion. The two-year-old victim of a tragic dog attack in the New South Wales Central West has been identified as two-year-old Jaden Pollard. He and his family had been staying at the Country Gardens Motel in Cowra when he was mauled to death by two dogs believed to be owned by staff. He and his sister were playing with the Rottweiler and cattle dog moments before the attack. The family had been staying at the motel temporarily until they could find permanent accommodation. Two sailors are shaken but safe this morning after being rescued on the Sunshine Coast. The men sent out a mayday call after their boat started taking on water off Caloundra. They spent an hour and a half in the water clinging to inflatable cushions before being winched to safety. Coast Guard say their life jackets did exactly what they were designed to do. West Australian police are calling for help to find a missing boy. He's believed to be with a family member travelling in a Toyota Fortuna. It has WA registration 1GQI081. Detectives believe the car has since left the state, but they don't know if the five-year-old was in it. There are calls for the federal government to directly intervene in the energy market, helping out struggling families by taking from providers. Political reporter Rachel Baxter is in Canberra. Rachel, morning to you. Uh, sounds good, but how would this work? Good morning to you, Eddie. Well, this would involve taking a slice of the super profits earned by energy companies and giving it to struggling households to help them pay their power bills, which are tipped to hike by 56% over the next two years. It's one of a couple of energy market interventions. The government is considering slapping. A price cap on gas is another. Labor has ruled out cash handouts with fears it would just hike inflation. And it's not considering raising Australia's social security payment rates either. Treasurer Jim Chalmers has come out overnight saying the government hopes to have a plan by Christmas. He's got 46 days until then, Eddie, and just over two more sitting weeks of Parliament. So whatever the plan is, it'll have to be made clear soon. Countdown is on. Thank you, Rachel. Former Federal Cabinet Minister Peter Reith has died at the age of 72. The long-time Liberal MP had been battling Alzheimer's disease. He was Defence Minister during the Children Overboard scandal in 2001 when the Howard government wrongly accused asylum seekers of threatening to throw children off a boat to enter Australia. It became a flashpoint for hardline border protection policies. The parliamentarian is being remembered by John Howard as a dear friend and great warrior for the Liberal cause. Four former Hawthorne players and their families will take part in the AFL's investigation into the club's alleged mistreatment of First Nations players. The group released an open letter prior to the decision calling on the AFL to admit its failings. Amy, the woman who has accused Alistair Clarkson and Chris Fagan of forcing her to terminate a pregnancy, won't be taking part. The man accused of killing Perth teenager Cassius Turvey is back in court again today. Jack Brearley remains in custody, charged with murder. It's alleged he attacked the 15-year-old boy with a metal pole last month as he walked home from school with friends. 
Western Sydney mayors have united to call out the government for allowing former ISIS brides back into their communities. The leaders have asked the Prime Minister for a meeting to discuss the resettlement in a joint letter. Just by the fact that the terrorist teams have to keep an eye on them is validation that they are dangerous. There is concern in the community and they need to have more controls put on them. They don't hit the threshold for control order. The letter mentions high level of anxiety and concern from communities which have fled Islamic State brutality. A quick check of sport now. Socceroos coach Graham Arnold has dropped a World Cup bombshell, leaving star midfielder Tom Rogic out of his 26-man squad for Qatar. Veteran goalkeeper Mitch Langerak has also been overlooked. A map Ryan will lead a side that contains 17 World Cup debutants, including 18-year-old Garen Kual. Garen Kual is a, a kid that just shows what Australia is made of. Is this, he plays with absolutely a lot of belief and energy and he's prepared to do whatever it takes to get on the field and, and change a game. Australia's first game in Qatar is against France on November 23rd. Australians have whipped out their cameras to capture last night's rare blood moon in all its glory. Across the country, we've seen some incredible images of the phenomenon from South Australia, Victoria, New South Wales, all the way down to Tasmania. It's the last time we'll see a total lunar eclipse for the next three years. Speaking Wednesday's weather for you now, mostly sunny in Brisbane and 26, mostly sunny in Sydney, 24 degrees, partly cloudy in Canberra and 23, mostly sunny in Melbourne and 29, mostly sunny in Hobart, 25 degrees there, showers and a possible storm in Adelaide and 32, partly cloudy in Perth and 23, a shower or two and a possible storm in Darwin, 33 degrees.